this is Radio Land, huh? The Infinite Turtle, the, the waves through the ether fuzz roll on forever. <laughs> Can't close that. Hi, I know what you're thinking. This is weird, huh? But I can handle it. <laughs> you know? You're my fave. <laughs> Me and Bubba, my little brother, we listen to you every night. <laughs> Music is my life. <laughs> you know, you're my fave, but, but I get too embarrassed to phone in my request. It's too disembodied, you know? <laughs> but uh, I, now that we're here in, in flesh and blood, I, I could maybe make a request and, and it'd still count, huh?
let her get away, Mommy. Don't let her live. I won't, Jason. I won't. ITR Radio, FM 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And it's time right now for the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. And who do we have in the studio right now? Hey, kids, when you see your mom this Halloween, be sure and tell her, Satan! Roger Allen! Who are you, Roger? Who are you? I'm doing Halloween 3 on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. Welcome back to the Nardwarty Human Serviette Radio Show, Roger Allen. Who are you again, and how many times have you been on the Nardwarty Human Serviette Radio Show? I'm Roger Allen. I'm Crooked Walker. I'm Rager One. I've been on the Nardwarty Radio Program uh, 15 times. Wow, it's amazing. That almost sounds like the <laughs> dating game. Contestant number one. Is it 15 times? Oh my gosh, 15 times. Thank you so much. And today on the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show, it's Nardwar versus Roger Allen, Chapter 15, Halloween 3, Halloween, the final 
chapter. Halloween, the final chapter. A whole bunch of tunes personally curated. Is that a douche term? Curated? curated? It's a it's a Thurston Moore term. Curated by Roger Allen. A whole bunch of tunes in celebration of tomorrow, Halloween. Which is Halloween, yeah. And also, for the listeners out there in Radio Land, we have some tickets to give away a bit later on the show. When Blowfly, the legendary Blowfly, who wears a mask. Wears a mask. The original dirty rapper, the original rapper, period, will be phoning in to Nardwar, the Human Serviette radio show as well, because he's playing tonight in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, at the Rio Theatre. And maybe we can ask him if he ever played any gigs with Screaming Jay Hawkins, who Mm. we just heard there. So what did we just hear in that last little set there, Roger Allen? From the top, we heard uh, that guy talking in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 clip is Bill Mosley, and he was playing Chop Top, who actually, he played that character again when uh, Tobu Hooper's son directed a film called All American Massacre, and uh, unfortunately, that movie has never been released. Then we heard the theme from Rosemary's Baby by Christoph Komida, and again, there actually was a sequel to Rosemary's Baby called Look What Happened to Rosemary's Baby. Then we heard Symbol 6 with Box of Bones, and I found out about uh, Symbol 6 from The Slog Movie, which is a West Coast punk rock documentary from about 82. And uh, Donnie Brook, the original bass player from the Necros, was actually in Symbol 6. Then we heard from Jason in Henry Manfredi's uh, Friday the 13th, which, of course, has had many sequels, one of which was filmed right here in Vancouver. Uh, Friday uh, the 13th, Jason Takes Manhattan was actually in Vancouver. And then we played Screaming Jay Hawkins with Little Demon. And Screaming Jay has had his music in over 60 films, including The X-Files. And he's had father, he's fathered 69 kids Probably, yeah. No joke. Oh, okay, 69 kids. There was a website called Jay's Kids for a while. So if you thought that Screaming Jay Hawkins was (laughs) your father, you could go to that website. Wow. And he was also in an episode of The X-Files, which was filmed right near here in uh, White Rock, B.C. And that, that episode was called Hamburg. And one year, if you're familiar with White Rock, some grad prank kids painted the White Rock black. Ba-boom! All information provided by Roger Allen. Halloween 3, the final chapter today on the Nardwara Human Survey at Radio Show. All this music, Roger, personally curated by you. What do you go into when you do this, what do you think about it? Like, how how do you pick everything? What's the criteria? Uh, well, I'm trying to find music that isn't just noise. It's not just Norwegian black metal. It's not the Monster Mash. I'm trying to find stuff that is creepy, but it's creepy for uh, reasons that aren't just obvious. And uh, three episodes, which is, was that, three times one hour and a half, blah, blah, blah. That's a lot of music, so we're getting towards the end of the the scary spectrum. And right now, we have some stuff queued up. The Cormans we have ready to go. The Cormans with Open the Gates. They are a masked band too, just like Blowfly. Just like Blowfly, that's why I got them. So here we go. The Cormans with Open the Gates. Have we played at the gates on the Nardwar Human Serviette radio show <laughs> in the 15 times you've been on? We haven't played at the gates and we haven't played uh, Moonshield by a metal band whose name I can't remember at the moment, but, but they sound like Open Have the you Gates. ever considered At The Gates? We've been close to playing At The Gates, I bet. Yeah, 
At the gates are good. But it's time now to open the gates with the Cormans as part of Roger Walker, Roger Allen, Crooked Walker. Ranger One. Ranger One, Halloween 3, the final chapter on an Ardwire to Human Serviette Radio show.
Underground! Ah! 
And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show with special guest DJ Cookie Walker. Roger Allen. Roger, Halloween 3, the final chapter today on the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. You've brought a whole bunch of Halloween tunes out. What did we just hear on that last little set there? We started off by not hearing the Cormans with Open the Gates. Uh, we missed when you prepare for the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show, Roger does an incredible job. He does great audio collages, etc. And it was a 10-second little clip. That's amazing. Like We promoed the Cormans <laughs> coming up, and it was only 10, 10 seconds, seconds of the Cormans. And I was slow bringing up the fader. Yes. My fault. So we missed it completely. But that's how intricately planned this music is for you listeners out there in Radio Land. As well, Roger brings in tons of little tidbits like books and records and stuff to actually show you to listeners, even though you can't see them. He <laughs> yes. gives them to me, and it's my job to explain them to you. So if I don't explain accurately, please expect, uh, uh, please take my apology that Roger is doing an amazing job here on an Artboard Human Radio Show, and it's my fault that I didn't fade up the fader quick enough. So yes, we just heard in that last little set, we did not hear the Corman. <laughs> no, but we heard Spooks with Scum of the Earth, and uh, Spooks opened for the replacements on Halloween, and that band member... Uh, had, there was Curtis A, who was in the Spooks, who played in on the on the song "Scum of the Earth," and they were he was in a band called Spooks, and uh, Spooks opened for the Replacements on Halloween, and uh, Celine Dunlap, who later joined the Replacements, uh, was in Spooks, and Spooks also had a band band member named Frank Berry. And Nardwar, I have a gift for you here. It's the Frankenberry record and the Frankenberry CD. Oh, amazing. This is an actual picture disc, or it's a postcard record, would you say? What would you say this is, like a postcard record? A cereal box record. It's an amazing cereal box record. Thank I'm trying to smell it to see what it smells like. So this would have been in a box of cereal of Booberry, Count Chocolate, or Frankenberry, and people would pull this out in amongst all the cereal and mm. hopefully not drop it in their bowl. And there's an actual record. Oh, thank you so much. This is amazing. Yeah, The, the Monsters, Monsters Go of Disco. Go Disco. Yeah. And that is uh, a record that you can play whenever you want. And then there's that CD. And uh, this uh, Curtis A, I have here on this book, Curtis A uh, playing with the replacements in the replacements book, Waxed Up Hair and Painted Shoes. And after we heard the replacements. That's a really neat book about the replacements. Of course, the spooks were on Twin Tone as well. And you were saying when replacements played in Seattle one time, they sang in hammocks? That was just recently. Paul Westenberg and the replacements that are still in the band, uh, Paul Westenberg played from a hammock, which doesn't really reflect their energy. And uh, when I was, I don't know what I was, maybe I was 15, when the replacements came to Vancouver, me and a friend stood on Granville Street and listened from the street while they played in the Commodore. And it was one of the loudest bands ever to play in the Commodore, from what I've read. And also uh, the Beastie Boys were the loudest band ever to play at the Commodore. I was looking at this again, this amazing flexi-disc postcard serial record you've given me from an actual serial box. box. Yes. And then we have the updated version that I guess they stopped giving records. They started making CDs. Yeah. This is incorrect. This is amazing. So it's like we have the version that they used to like hand out records with and then kids would get like a CD yeah. with their serial. Or There's... did you send away for it? No, I got. I bought a crate of Frankenberry in 1999, and every single box came with a CD. And I bought the record 
with a box of Frankenberry in 1984 or 5 or something like that. And So you mean I'm taking your only copy? No, I have another copy of that. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much. That's great. How long did the crate last that you bought with the CD in it? I ended up giving most of the Frankenberry away. How many were there? I think there was 15 boxes, yeah. That's great. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Roger. And continuing on, we heard? Then we heard Jack of Fire featuring Tim Kerr and Joe with Joe McCarthy's Ghost. And I have that record right here. And we were talking about how the Three Cormans released a glow-in-the-dark record. And this uh, Tim O'Kerr um, record about Joe McCarthy's Ghost is glow-in-the-dark. And you interviewed Tim Kerr as well. I did a few years ago, yeah. Tim, Tim Kerr of uh, the Big Boys. And uh, yeah, he was a really nice guy. And he had moved on from punk rock to kind of civil war rock. <laughs> and then we heard uh, the Headstones with Stone Voice. And I have that record here as well. And uh, I spoke with Massimo Del Pazzo of Misty Lane Records and Fanzine. And he said that that song was from their first record, the headstones were from two very small villages in the deep south of Italy. And on the flip side, on the A side, his band, the others, provided two tracks. And those songs were from a Teen Trash series, which came out from a German label on Music Maniac Records. And then finally, we heard Baron Damone with Ghost Guitar. And I want to say hi to my wife, Valerie, and my two sons. And I think we have a caller now. Hello. Are you there, caller? The caller is here, Nardwar. Hello, who are you, caller? This is Uncle Tom of the Weird World of Blowfly, which is playing tonight at the Fox Cabaret. And the man himself is sitting right behind me. I would say something, please, right off the bat. I would say something, Tom. I would say something, Tom, because we should say something. We just played some Jack O'Fire in there. Are you familiar with Jack O'Fire at all? Jack O'Fire. No. Tim Kerr. I remember the Jackie Mutz. Tim Kerr. Don't remember. Okay, Tim Kerr. Big boys. Okay. Exactly, what yeah. <laughs> That's just what I was just curious about if you ever did a gig with Tim Kerr and the big boys at all. No, but we play Austin, Texas a lot. And actually, yeah, um, we, are, we, we do like the big boys because they were freaks. Like us. And you are, again, please, if you could tell the listeners out there in Radioland. This is Uncle Tom of the Weird World of Blowfly, a man who for a dozen years has been spreading the gospel of Blowfly from Perth, Australia to Belgrade, Serbia, and all points in between, including tonight in Vancouver, B.C., at the Fox Cabaret. And I'm just trying to get some Blowfly music ready to go. And as I do that, maybe you could, if you could, just give a bit of background on Blowfly, Tom, before we meet the legend that is Blowfly playing tonight at the Fox Cabaret. Certainly. Blowfly's uh, government name is Clarence Reed. And in the 60s, he was a successful soul singer. And he wrote many hits for ladies such as Betty Wright, which is Clean Up Woman. He wrote Rocking Chair. For Gwen McRae, he discovered and uh, mentored KC and the Sunshine Band and wrote his first hit, uh, Sound Your Funky Horn. KC actually heard Junkanoo music for the first time at Blowfly's wedding. But 
Uh, along the way, he made a lot of people very rich and famous. And with, with rich and fa- with fame and fortune, sometimes comes arrogance, and that drives him crazy. So he cultivated uh, an alter ego that started when he was a little boy called Blowfly, and he would make up dirty songs to try to make people mad. But instead, it backfired and made every made the world laugh. So in 1971, he put out the Weird World of Blowfly LP, where uh, Sitting on the Dock of the Bay became Shitting on the Dock of the Bay, and that was a huge smash. And then he made nine more records on the Weird World label from uh, 71 to 82 until the TK bankruptcy. Then he made another 10 albums on the Pandisc label. And he made a few here, more in there. And then in uh, 2003, I met the man, and uh, I interviewed him for the weekly paper, not unlike your Georgia Strait, the Miami New Times. And I asked him at the end of the interview why he hadn't played Miami, the town that we both are from, in uh, 20 years. And he said, I don't have a band here. And I said, would you like one? And he said, sure. So six months later, we played my bachelor party, which was the same morning I got married. And a year, then we made a record uh, for Alternative Tentacles and made another one. And then we kept yeah. touring. We didn't Uh-oh. stop till um, we so the big day radio, out in Australia. Man, the infinite turtle, the waves through the ether fuzz roll on forever. Roar! Yeah. Sorry, Tom, we had a, uh, keep going. You were saying about the Miami, the gig? Yes, yes, we, uh, we, uh, we had the gig in, uh, in Miami, and then we, um, we put out some records, and we started touring, and in fact, Blowfly, I mean, in fact, Nardwar, the final Blowfly album is coming out next year on January, on, pardon me, February 19th on Sauce Text Records. It is called... 77 rusty trombones in honor of Blowfly's 77th birthday next year. And we will be previewing material from that tonight at the Fox Cabaret. I was going to play a few little clips that I've played previously of Blowfly being talked about by different rappers. It appears it's not working at this present time, but maybe, Tom, you could tell the people about some of the rappers that I've approached, because you've seen some of those interviews. Like, most recently, I went up to Chuck D and said, hey, Chuck D, tell me about Blowfly. What do you remember about that encounter with Chuck D and Blowfly and me? Well, I can tell you, Nardwar, that Chuck D is one of the few rappers who will absolutely say that, yes, Blowfly made an impact on his life. And with you two, he tried to tell you about how, how, how Blowfly played guitar, which is completely inaccurate. Blowfly plays the piano. But, you know, other than that, he was completely respectful and a wonderful person about it. And I can tell you that in 2013, the other half of Public Enemy actually played with us. Flavor Flav played with us at the Skinful Halloween Festival in Charleston, South Carolina, and he got on stage with us. He walked up to Blowfly in the middle of the set and said, Blowfly, you're an effing legend, man. And then Blowfly looks at him and goes, I'm a fucking legend. And, uh, yes, hilarity ensued. Well, thanks so much for the intro, Tom. I guess now if you could hand over the mic to the legendary Blowfly, if that's possible. Yeah. There's one man who knows what to do with a mic, 
It is Blowfly. Here you go. Blowfly. My dick shoots its ward whenever you nod ward. Hello, Blowfly. I was born while my mom was picking cotton. She fed me breast milk that was rotten. Trying to keep me clean was a total waste. But snitch it from the washboard all over my face. I was born a scumbag fucker. That's what Tom said. And you are Blowfly. Welcome to the Nardwater Human Serviette Radio Show, Blowfly. Yeah, well, I, I did it before I didn't come and but it'd be weird because they have uh, a lot of stuff that be knowing about them. Blowfly, what does Halloween mean to you? Do you take off your mask? What does Halloween mean to you, Blowfly? What do Halloween mean? It means I have to butt fuck a lot of bitches around there. I have to go over to North Ward, and if you don't shoot your ward, I put my dick in your guard. <laughs> Blowfly, what makes you laugh? You're performing tonight at the Fox in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, a special show tonight in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. What makes you laugh? What makes you laugh? <laughs> Tom, so what makes you laugh? Well, I started in Georgia, Cougar Clan area, and uh, they was mean and evil. They say well, nothing can make them laugh. By then, I making them making them laugh, and uh, they had the song out about that good old Mountain Dew, and I changed it to that call them that good old Mountain Dew. Ain't no Jew. He gave life to dead pussies who life with them. Old to have a smile on that mug, got that deep throat in the plug, that good old Mountain Dew. And they loved that. Well, about six years old, I remember. That's one of the main things I had, because I could remember. I didn't have to have nobody to write the lyrics down. I remember them shit. Blowfly, recently in the news, there has been a singer named Timmy Thomas. Drake, the rapper, your good buddy Drake, the Canadian, used Why Can't We Live Together as a sample for his number one hit, Hotline Bling. What can you tell the people, Blowfly, about Timmy Thomas? Don't you know Timmy Thomas and Why Can't We Live Together? Who is Timmy Thomas? I know my wife, Lily Thomas, too. And when he was doing this, I'm laughing, I'm laughing, why? Why can't we live together? I tell you, why can't we eat each other? Everybody's eating out each other, bitch. Why can't we eat each other? And they love that. When did you meet him? That was when you were a songwriter? Yeah, yeah. He was uh, uh, looking for some bricks, and I took him to TK to speak to Henry. That's when he heard his song, Why Can't We Live Together, put out on Austin Record. Henry published it. Tonight, Blowfly, you're playing at the Fox. We're speaking here live to Blowfly, the original Dirty Rapper, 
Who else yep. are dirty rappers? Like, there's yourself, Blowfly. Who else are the other dirty rappers? Are there any other dirty rappers? Yeah, there's some, but they... Now they've, you know, come back when I did, because someone claimed they did, and they wasn't. You know, I've been doing it since the 1920s and everything. A little bitty kid. My grandmother. And anyway, here's Tom. You're special. Hello, Tom. Did you hear that, Nardwar? He is so bad. He was rapping dirty 19 years before he was born. Amazing. I have a couple quick more questions for Blowfly. Is he still a... Well, actually, before we get back to Blowfly, what was it like, Tom, playing the Gathering of the Juggalos? You guys played the Gathering of the Juggalos. It was, it was completely incredible, Nardwar. Um, we, when, you, you, it, it, when, when we played it, it was still at the Hog Rock Biker Compound which uh, is way, way deep in the boonies. And um, at the Hell's Angels uh, campground, so that's why they could get away with things like open drug markets. And um, it was completely crazy. Like, they, they, we, you go up this hill, and then we got our stuff, and then they sent us to the wrong stage. And I talked to the gentleman at the stage, and he looked right at me, and he goes, Oh, man, I thought you were Charlie Murphy. And I've never been mistaken for Eddie Murphy's brother before. What? So, the, and uh, sorry. So we, yeah, I was, I was going to say, um, you know, there was a lot of madness uh, that started, but um, it was great because we played right after Insane Clown Posse on the other end of the fairgrounds, and I was a little bit worried about that. And the stage manager said, "Oh, Tom, don't worry about that. When they hear the live music, they come over that hill like cockroaches," and they did, and it was a uh, pretty amazing. Um, I was warned that, you know, they throw shit. And when I mean shit, I mean feces. So I was a little bit worried about that. Um, and uh, about halfway through, I got hit with a dirt clod, but it was on the hand, so it was okay. And then there was this guy right up front, and he was trying to pour Blowfly a shot of uh, Cruzan rum, but Blowfly doesn't drink. So we were doing really well, Nardwar, and I just had to wonder... How is this going to go down? Is it going to be Blowfly conquers the gathering of the Juggalos? Or is it going to be that angry guy from the Blowfly movie beat up a Juggalo on stage? But thankfully for me, when that guy did try to throw the bottle, he threw it like a second grade, sec- a girl in second grade. It went about a foot, and then he got yanked out by security. And Tom, so, yeah. Tom what exactly was the scenario? What did it look like? Like, tonight you're playing at the Fox Theater in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. It's Blowfly, live in Vancouver. What are people going to see tonight versus what did they see with the Juggalos? What does Blowfly look from the audience? Like, we're in the audience, we're looking at Blowfly. Can you describe it? it is, is it like Halloween? Tonight will look than any other time, because tonight we have Astra from the gods themselves playing guitar with us. So there will be a lady in the band for the first time ever who's not a dancer or a backup singer. So every feminist in North America may have a heart attack at 12 midnight. So come on down and check out Blowfly. That's tonight. What time tonight? Uh, You know, I think we're playing a little early, so maybe I should say every feminist will have a heart attack at 11 o'clock. 
I, I think it may, we may be going on at 11, and, I, then, and then the after party. That, that may be it. I think the doors are at 8, and the show is at 9. Wow, okay. <laughs> well, Nardwar, as you know, sometimes low fly time is low fly time. But yeah, folks should show up early. And I wanted to get I want to get that out there because we have two free tickets to give away to lucky callers when this interview is over. If they want to phone in to CITR, 604-822-2487, 604-UBC-CITR. You can be on the guest list tonight to go see Blowfly. So if you could lastly hand back the phone for one quick second to Blowfly, just have two quick questions for Blowfly, Tom, and really appreciate you calling in. All right, let me, let me see if uh, he's available. One moment. You've got two more questions for you, just two questions. Hey. Hello, Blowfly. It is Nardwar again. All right. Thank you again for your time. Was wondering, two last things here, Blowfly. Your stage moves, dancing. What should singers do on stage? What do you do on stage? Well, one thing you have to do, you can do a million other things perfect and makes no difference. You look for you to sing and perform, you have to do that. You know, that's what the community doing. The blue fly, and I got a million blue flies shut out there. And some of them deal with pissed off because I'm doing so. I have to do a little bit of them. And they laugh and they love that. Do you dance ever? Did you ever dance blue fly? Like when you're doing Clarence Reed, Northern Soul type stuff. Did you ever dance? Yeah, yeah. I dance a little bit. And blue fly and Clarence Reed have it. Blue you're a nasty motherfucker. And Bluffly said, if it wasn't for me, it wouldn't be for you, motherfucker. Because I was here before you were. And right now, Blowfly, we have the Monster Mash queued up. A song called the Monster Mash that you did. What can you say about the Monster Mash? Doing the mash. They're doing that Monster Mash. The Monster Mash. Like a graveyard smash. He doing the mash. He's doing a monster mash, coming in a flash. <laughs> yeah, yes, I'm in a flash. Your version is a bit different we're going to play, and we'll warn the listeners, if you are offended by music that Blowfly might make, please tune out right now. If you're a young kid, tune out now. You don't want to hear what Blowfly is going to say, because we have a more recent recording. Do you remember doing this recording, Blowfly? Monster mash, Blowfly? Yes. We did the Monster Gash, yeah. With Amos Perkins. With Amos Perkins, yep. Hold on, we'll give you time. My voice is... Well, thanks so much, Tom. Really... That was Miami-based King Amos Larkin actually did the beat that. Well, actually, this one, this is Monster Mash Blowfly, and it's actually just a straight-up version of Monster Mash. Wow, I had no idea about that. So we will hear that right now. So thanks so much, Tom. And again, if anybody wants tickets to go see Blowfly, it's 604-822-2487, 604-UBC-CITR to see Blowfly tonight in Vancouver, BC, Canada. Doors 8, shows 9 at the Fox on Main Street. So thanks so much for phoning in, Tom. Really appreciate it. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? Speak to you. Also, I ran into death at the, at the riot fest in Chicago, and they told me to say hello to you as well. Oh, amazing. That was an amazing moment to have the band Death and Blowfly on the line together. Incredible. Yes.
Yes, it was. Well, th- they remembered you well, but they didn't quite remember Blowfly's name. They said, so, wow, man, Blowfish still do it? And I had to say, Blowfly, no hootie. Well, thanks so much, Tom. Keep on rocking in the free world, and do-do-do-do-do. Do-do.
Okay, let's go, let's go.
And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show, Halloween 3, the final chapter, with special guest DJ... Crooked Walker. Please, uh, Crooked Walker, could you uh, say that one more time? Crooked Walker. Crooked Walker on the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. And I say one more time because Crooked Walker has been on the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show 15 times. This is the 15th time. 15th time. And today it's all Halloween tunes, but you have never, ever played on a Nardwar, the human serviette radio show, Bar House or the Misfits in any of your Halloween shows. That's incredible. Yeah. Not until now, at least Bar House arrives. Bar House. Bar House, yeah. We played uh, The Parasites with Last Cress. And um, some other... Oh, we played Sam Hain with Halloween too, but never the Misfits. Thank you so much for all this investigations. Really appreciate that, Roger, playing Halloween tunes, Halloween 3, on an Nardwar Human Serviette radio show. And if we go way back in the set there, we heard Blowfly, a little bit of Blowfly there, playing tonight at the Fox, Roger. Yeah, we heard Blowfly, and he was doing his version of the Monster Mash. And it was considerably different than the original version, yet had the same melody. And I brought in a 45 of a Canadian pressing of the Monster Mash. And after that, we heard Margaret Hamilton from Wizard of Oz on Mr. Rogers and Nicholas Gazin. And the only band episode of Sesame Street had Margaret Hamilton on it. And I have here a Sesame Street record that is just monsters. Then we went into Sinona Caves with Run Program Sentinots. And I spoke with Jeremy Schmidt about that track, which is from Beyond the Black Rainbow soundtrack. And he said he had made an organ loop, and he liked it because it had a goblin-style vibe of, vibe to it. And he was going for a deep purple meets deep red kind of thing. And I have a deep purple 45 here. And that was followed by the Eels with Fresh Blood. And I have a max. What is that? Is Suburban that? Voice, Al yeah. Quint. Suburban Voice uh, Zine, and there's a record review in there for a band called The Eels. But I don't, is that the same band? I don't think so. You were saying because this is from 89, and you found out that The Eels started in 95. Oh, did I prompt you to say that? I think so, possibly. Again, all this research done by Roger Allen, Halloween 3, the final chapter, because you've dredged all this information. This is really cool. And you also have this monster record that you gave me here. You show me the Sesame Street Monsters LP. This is yes. a pretty rare LP, isn't it? I like the, I like the expression scarce over rare. Great cover. <laughs> and then we heard Bauhaus with Dark Entries. And Dark Entries, if you have the Bauhaus EP, it was an unlisted track on, uh, yeah, the Bela Lugosi is Dead EP. And uh, did you know, Nardwar, that Halloween, their first record had a surprise track that starts off with music from the movie Halloween that quickly goes into a rendition, a terrible one, of White Christmas. I didn't know that, and I just remembered that you just did a shout-out to Nicholas Gaz in there. Subliminally, you said Nicholas's name. Oh, did I? Yes. Oh. 
And then we are about to play some cramps. And I wanted to mention some creepy country songs with Porter, Wagner, and Dolly Parton with Jenny's Afraid of the Dark, Little little Jimmy Dickens with Raggedy Ann, and the Louvon Brothers with Knoxville Girls. And Little Jimmy Dickens with Raggedy Ann, if you search that on YouTube, it is pretty much guaranteed to be one of the creepiest things you've ever seen. You also brought in, Roger, some of the classic Vancouver Halloween records from the 80s, The Halloweeners and Very Scary Cemetery. These are some great records here. They include also the first appearance of the Real Mackenzies when they were called Tartan Haggis, fronted by Oral Dave, Dave, who's on Dave Radio on CITR every noon now on CITR between noon and one on Fridays. So these are the Halloweeners and Very Scary Cemetery EPs, some neat little collector scum thing that people can look out for. Do you like the tracks on these? We've played a few of these over the years, haven't we? We played, yeah, we played a few of those songs last year. And uh, I was trying to actually find out who illustrated those records, and I, I, I came up against Dead Ends. We'll have to look into that because they're a great little compilation here. Count Barkula and the East Vampires, Nancy's Nightmare, and Frank Frankenstein, which is, of course is the Frank Frank Five featuring Nick from The Pointed Sticks. And it's got also, as I mentioned, the Tartan Haggis, which is Real McKenzie's, has the Enigmas on there, and the all-girl band, The Bags of Dirt are on there as well, who opened up for the Dead Kennedys years ago at the New York Theatre. Yes. And coming up is a band that actually did play the New York Theatre a couple times. They played the New York Theatre, they played Graceland, and of course, the most important time they played was at UBC when I saw them, The Cramps with Human Fly. With Slow opening up. Slow opened up, and another band whose name... DOA? No, it wasn't DOA. The Cramps opened up at UBC, which is where we are currently right now. So here we go with Roger Allen Presents Halloween 3, the final chapter. Halloween tunes on the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show with special guest DJ Roger One.
wipe him down with gasoline till his arms are hard and mean. From now on, more this iron boat's your home. So heave away, boys. We'll sail tonight for Singapore. Take your blankets from the floor. Wash your mouth out by the door. The whole town's made of iron ore.
And you're listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and an Ardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show. And who do we still still have in the studio right now? Roger Allen. A.K.A.? Cricket. Walker. Presenting Halloween tunes for Halloween. Halloween is tomorrow, Roger. Halloween is tomorrow. And you've been into the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show twice before doing... Halloween. And 14 times before doing... Nonsense. Skate rock. Five. All sorts of stuff. Local venues. Amazing stuff that was happening on. What did we just hear in that last set there, Roger? We started off with the cramps and human fly... And that's from. And again, I apologize. That was Nardwar slow on the uptake. <laughs> I think it was me saying mentally that you played the wrong version because I wanted you to play the Cramps Totally Destroy Seattle bootleg, which is in the CITR record library, which we don't have at the moment right now. But instead, you were a punk and played something else. So I punished you by fading in and late, but then I really punished everybody. Well, actually, I didn't pu- intentionally do that, but I think mentally that's why it happened. Yeah, what did we hear there? We heard Hogwild at the Nashville Rooms, and I found out about that record by reading about Henry Rollins. And he talked about how he medicates with music and that he's, he had to have all the color vi- vinyl variants of that album, Hogwild at the Nashville Rooms, as he wanted to send a version of it to his buddy, Ian Mackay. But uh, every time he got a new version of it, it was a new color, so he kept all the records. And I recently spoke to Henry Rollins about the cramps and buying my war when I was a kid. And he said to me that he was sorry that my father gave me so much static about when I bought that record because my parents definitely weren't on board with Black Flag when I was a kid. And that just shows the research that you do, Roger Allen, isn't it? Like, it's hard to process the singer (laughs) for Black Flag apologizing (laughs) to you for getting you in trouble. And that happened during a research project here for the Nardwarta Human Soviet Radio Show, because it is a project. And you don't discriminate either on this Nardwarta Human Soviet Radio Show Halloween tunes, like from 60s garage to rap to punk to disco, any genres go, like anything, right? Yeah, anything goes, yeah. That could almost almost be described as psychedelic to have Henry Rollins apologize for uh, my father not liking Black Flag. After we heard what we heard, then we heard Tom Waits with Singapore. Through the alley, back from hell, when you hear the steeple bell, you must say goodbye to me. Tom Waits reminds me of another eccentric, lesser-known singer named Klaus Nomi, and he had a song called Keys of Life, which is also very creepy. Then we heard Lords of the New Church with Mind Warp, and that song was in the soundtrack to Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. And Lords of the New Church really are kind of creepy, as Stiv Baders from the Dead Boys, Brian James from the Damned, Dave Straguna, Straguna from Sham 69, and Nick Turner of Barracudas were all in that band. And Stiv Baders actually clinically died on stage once through stang- strangulation. Luckily for him, someone revived him. Then the, and yeah, and that's what we heard. That's what we heard. You do have limits, so Roger, because I sent you that link to digitized Kmart in-store cassettes, and you said, no way, I'm not going through that. <laughs> that was your limit, wasn't it? That felt like, that, that felt incredibly odd, yeah, like somebody who had the music version of the music that plays at Kmart digitized it as if it was hipster, and I'm not sure hipster is ready for that. 
it wasn't just one tape. It was like 50 different tapes. 50 it did include as well in-store announcements, which was pretty neat. Yeah. Kind of like, go check out the child section for some neat clothes. It was cool, but I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And what do we have coming up right now? Because I have noticed here that I think we're actually going to be playing The Damned right now. Coming up next is The Damned with Nasty. On the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show, Halloween, the final chapter three, with special guest DJ, Cricket Walker. I got a quarter. I got five pieces of candy. What did you get, Charlie Brown? I got a rock.
got a fudge bar. I got a pack of gum. I got her. I got her. I I I got her. I got her. I I got her raw. your eyes. What do you hear?
And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show with special guest DJ Crooked Walker. Roger Allen, Halloween 3, the final chapter. What have we been doing today on the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show, Roger Allen? Been playing Halloween music. And when I say Halloween 3, it's the third Halloween show you've done on the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. Thank you. No problem. And thank you also for those records, those neat Count Chocula inserted records. So awesome. And CDs as well. And we had Blowfly phoned into the Nardwar yes. Human Servant Radio Show. So we'll all see you tonight, Roger. At the Blowfly Show. At in the Vancouver. Blowfly gig yeah. happening on Main Street at the Fox Simina, where you actually saw what? What did you see there? Two live crew. I saw two live crew there. How yeah. was that? It was pretty good, except none of the original members were in the band. Not one. I thought Fresh Kid Ice was in there. Uh, Luke Skywalker wasn't in it, but Fresh Kid Ice, I have never heard of. Fresh Kid Ice, the Chinaman. I think he's still in the band, yeah. He's still in the band, but to you, it's Luke or nothing. But tonight, it's Blowfly. Blowfly. For sure, at the Fox Cinema. Doors at 8, show at 9. If you've won tickets, lucky winners. Doors at 8, show at 9. Blowfly, the legendary rapper. Who wears a mask? That's the tie-in, right? That's the Halloween tie-in. Monster Mash. Monster Mash. Mash. There we go. So what did we just hear in that last little set there, Roger? Allen. We started that set with The Damned with Nasty. I have the record here. I'm showing it. I'm, I'm holding it up to the microphone. Uh, recently, the biopic uh, came out, Don't You Wish You Were Dead, which was a damned biopic. And uh, in 1986, the Vancouver Sun reviewed the damn 
damned album anything and it said it was similar to simple minds and that the record was moody and atmospherical but not doomy and gloomy Uh oh where did you find that out archives and you were looking for a damned review in a Vancouver Sun? That's incredible. And the the website All Music, which maybe a lot of people go to to listen and read about music, labeled the damned album as terrible. But the Vancouver Sun said it was very much like the Simple Minds. And then we heard Kid Koala with Trick or Treat featuring Charlie Brown. And I brought along here the Peanuts Book of Pumpkin Carols, which is a strange little book, and it's not uh, almost looks like a bootleg. Yeah, well, it is kind of, I suppose, but it's um, funny. And I also have a tattoo of Charlie Brown on my arm here of uh, the Great Pumpkin. When did you get that, and where did you get that? Where I got that at? um, I got that in Vancouver, and uh, when I got it about who knows, six years ago, and uh, we. Then we heard Hot Blood by, or we heard Soul Dracula, Hot Blood, Soul Dracula. We heard Hot Blood by Soul Dracula. Some disco. You don't discriminate, do you? No. And that track was in Jim Jarmusch. A lot of hard names to pronounce when I'm bringing these music to whoever's listening. Hot Blood by Soul Dracula. Soul Dracula by Hot Blood. And that was in the Jim Jarmusch vampire film, Only Lovers Left Alive. Then we heard Lydia Lunch with her cover of Spooky. And Lydia Lunch recorded on the same record as the birthday party, as in on the flip side of a birthday party record, there was Lydia Lunch. And the birthday party had a record released on Mushroom Records. And in Vancouver, we had a recording studio called Mushroom Records. And Diana Ross, Led Zeppelin, Hart, Queensryche, Loverboy, Sarah McLaughlin all recorded there. And the incredible Bongo Band was recorded there yes. as well. The cornerstone of hip-hop. Numerous people who have worked at Mushroom Studio claim it's haunted, perhaps by one Shelley Siegel, the man who helped Anne and Nancy Wilson make it big with Dreamboat Annie, which was recorded at Mushroom. Siegel died of a brain aneurysm in his 30s, but many say he still haunts Mushroom Recording Studio, which is now a tech company. Thank you so much for all these tunes, Roger. We have something else coming up to end the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show. A legendary band, the Alley Cats. Yes. Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> the Alley Cats with Night of the Living Dead. And also, before everything else, I wanted to mention that Paul Horn also recorded at Mushroom Studios. And Paul Horn had recorded with Lalo Schifrin. And Lalo Schifrin recorded the soundtrack to the film The Exorcist. And finally, as we end the last chapter of Nardwar's Halloween Spectacular. We're going to end with the Alley Cats and Night of the Living Dead. That'd be neat if people could trick-or-treat and mushroom since The Exorcist was recorded. So The Exorcist was recorded at Mushroom? I encourage everybody to go to the website Mushroom Studios, which is another term for just a building that has a bunch of websites in it, and ask for candy on Halloween night. Thank you so much for coming in. Roger Allen, and bringing all these Hollywood, Halloween and Hollywoody type tunes. A whole bunch of records here that you have as well. Any ones you just quickly wanted to mention that you brought in here? The whole bunch of stuff. The Teenage Head? Teen- was he, was well, teen- teen- yeah, Teenage Head was very scary for parents. Uh, Ghost Town by The Specials. 
Joy Division. Joy Division is very terrifying because all their all their music was so frighteningly depressing. Ghostbusters by Ray Parker Jr. Thunderbird. Oh my Quiet Riot. God! An original Sonic's The Witch seven inch. Where'd you get this one? Um, I've had that for a while, and it actually has uh, the singer's name is spelt wrong on that. Rosalie, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I've had that for a while. I don't have a complete history on it, but I bought it at a garage sale. Incredible find. It's worth a lot of money. It was a big hit, too, in Vancouver. I think it went to number two or number one. Five Man Electrical Band with Werewolf, uh, Face Without a Soul by Status Quo, Ghost Town by The Specials, Girls, Girls, Girls by Motley Crue, Anything by The Band Whole, uh, Susie and the Banshees, Drop Dead, Happy Talk by Captain Sensible, The Zombies with You Make Me Feel So Good, Dead End Street by The Kinks, Oh, my gosh. It's a lot of great Halloween stuff that we didn't get to for next time for Volume 4, Roger. Volume 4? I don't think... Vo- well, what about this? Anne-Marie was... Susan Jacks with Anne-Marie on Casino Records. Nardwar, was this recorded at Mushroom Studios? Probably. I'd imagine so. Although she did some <laughs> stuff in Nashville. I'm not sure. But still, the Jacks, incredible. 75, maybe not. I'm just guessing that maybe not. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you so much, Roger. Anything else you want to add right now about the Alley Cats we have coming up right here from Los Angeles? There's a great YouTube clip of them as well performing this particular tune. Alley Cats are a very lesser-known band, and I don't know much about them. So phone in during the news and ask about the Alley Cats. Well, thanks so much, Roger. Why should people care about Halloween? Well, Halloween is your only chance to uh, create havoc and destruction. Well, thanks so much, Roger. Keep on rocking in the free world and do 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 do. Suffering, succotash.